Hello and welcome to the Drink In Geek Out podcast. This is a show where we drink beer and geek out. You are listening to episode 143, E3 Part 2, aka Nintendo, <laughs> featuring Three Floyd's Topless Witch and Founders Centennial IPA, with your hosts, Pale, Seth, Keith. I stopped because you're, you were first. <laughs> Whoever's reading the order, first. no. It threw me off. I was waiting for you to say your name, and then I was the same. <laughs> Nintendo, because we skipped it last week. They get, they're the star of the show this week. They're the star. Yep, it's all about Nintendo. This is Saf's dream episode here. Because <laughs> I watched everything. All their stupid little treehouse bullshits. Uh, Keith, treehouse. you want to read this first? Yeah, part? absolutely. So Nintendo Direct. Nintendo has stuck with a recent trend of teasing expectations with a bunch of quick looks and trailers to get you interested while luring you into watching deeper dives into select games shown on their Treehouse live stream Which right after the Direct. So you have been watching these for several weeks. Well, several days. Several days. Uh, They did a bug video on Pokemon Sword and... uh, Oh, bug. Bug. Wow. Wow. (laughs) That was a bug Pokemon. (laughs) They did a big video on Pokemon Sword and Shield last week. So the Direct was free to focus on many more titles than we could have possibly expected. And we even got a nice and awkward, I did watch this, and you are right, (laughs) introduction to the new president of Nintendo of America, Doug Bowser. Spelled exactly as Bowser. So Bowser oh. showed up wearing a suit or a little shirt and tie, and he's like, <laughs> 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 I'm like, just oh, and make him like, talk. Not you, Bowser. The other Bowser. It was so awkward. They're like, like businessmen that are made to like be actors in yeah, this thing. And he struts so in stiff. like, hello. Like, <laughs> oh, my Lord. <laughs> it's It was bad. Uh, what happened to Reggie? Oh, he retired like, oh, last year. So this, is, this was Bowser's debut, Doug okay. Bowser, as their new... Spokesman, he's right. like the CEO or whatever. I say I miss Reggie. I know, all those years. but I, I know Reggie was real awkward at first too. So yeah. this guy, will this come guy, into could, his own. hopefully, and not. It was just so like. And then I watched an interview with him afterwards, and I'm like, dude, you should not be on camera because you have no personality. <laughs> no, a lot of these guys that make dis- business decisions usually don't. It's like you have the face of the franchise, yeah. and then the people behind the scenes. You should just say like, yeah, just get back away. Yeah. yeah. Uh, they started announcing a new Smash Brothers character. We got a proper introduction for what Luigi is actually up to in Luigi's Mansion. And we look at the Link's Awakening remake, which looked amazing. It does. Oh. The Nintendo's Yoshiaki Kozumi teased Resident Evil before showing kids run into what looked like a spinning image of Resident Evil 7's Baker Mansion, only to have them play Resident Evil 1, and then announce it was Resident Evil 5 and 6 that were getting ported, which was quite confusing yeah i was real thrown off i was like okay what game are you even promoting because like there's four different things going on here and then it it showed like six and seven on or five and six on screen i was like okay so but they're playing a different game in mm-hmm. this trade like they're playing the first I game that too i'm like why would they go to this haunted mansion <laughs> and be like let's just sit here and take our switch just to show its portability i think yeah but that was a little awkward too i mean it was neat but yeah mm-hmm. yeah so who knows what the hell version of Resident <laughs> Evil will be coming out. Uh, the Witcher 3 to the Secret of Mana was announced 
plus the reveal of new new more heroes. I think 3. it's no more. Heroes. Yeah, I was gonna say new more. No more heroes three. New looks at Damien and Machina. Machina. Damien. Damon X, X Machina. 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 And Astral Chained. A trailer for the new Animal Crossing. I did see this. Bob should be excited. Got everyone excited <laughs> until the release date was revealed. And they did, like, apologize after it. Like, hello, I am sorry. Yeah. <laughs> like, it is still delayed. Like, we will make it out as soon as possible. Then another new big Smash Brothers fighter, which was revealed. I believe it was, it was at the end of the video, video but there's one more thing. They worked on a full sequel to Breath of the Wild, and that was pretty cool mm-hmm. to see that trailer. And I don't, I haven't even played Breath of the Wild, and I'm like, <gasps> that's so awesome. So more than just a logo of verbal confirmation, it gave us a tantalizing look at Link and Zelda in a new adventure, hinted at some fascinating story possibilities, and then left us with plenty to gossip about until next year. Which is what we're here to do. Exactly. But first... That's a sneak preview of what we're going to cover this episode. Oh, good. <gasps> I was going to say, that was a quick episode. <laughs> <laughs> oh. Those are just the details from the direct. And then I had to watch all these Treehouse dumb videos <laughs> to get the real information. <laughs> yeah. So that's that's what we'll Jeez. get to after a beer. Uh, beer. Oh, beer. <laughs> I didn't know we drunk or drink. We drunk beer. <laughs> we drunk beer on the show. It's drunk beer and geek. Drunk up and geek about it. G- gack out. Gack out. <laughs> Nickelodeon. So let's get to our in beer. Do you like what Drinkin' Geek Out is providing? Do you want more? Do you like video games, Game of Thrones, comedies like Brooklyn Nine-Nine, Parks and Rec, and The Office? Well, so do we. However, sometimes these things just don't fit in with our current show format, but we still want to provide this to you. Just to provide you with an update, we do have five tiers on our Patreon with all nerdy stuff to provide you. You can become a super geek and receive a bonus episode every month. You become a mega geek, and we can pick a topic for a future show. You can become an uber geek, and we can do a show tailored around you. The perks go on and on, and will continue to grow. So go on down to patreon.com slash drinkingeekout for more information. And now, back to the show. All right, we're back with our in beer. We have another exciting Three Floyds beer called Topless Witch, spelled with a Y. I wonder why. This is a strong Baltic-style porter and has a rich, velvety mouthfeel pail with mm-hmm. notes of baker's chocolate Ooh, and molasses. That sounds delicious. Coming in at 9% ABV and 65 IBUs. We should probably just knock that down to like 64. Nintendo 64 IBUs. <laughs> oh, so close. They probably measured it wrong. Oh, uh, yeah. Let's do a rewrite. Yeah. 64. <laughs> we need to redo it. It's totally 64. I'm trying to see what that is on our geek IBUs. Maybe it's video game related. Hmm? Our geek IBUs. Hmm? I know. Hmm? I was just that's me anticipating hmm? the answer. Hmm? Alakazam. Alakazam. Ugh. He's a bug Pokemon. No, he's not. <laughs> <laughs> he's a psychic. It's kind of close to Nintendo. It is Nintendo. They own. Oh, they, they own. Oh, it's so close. <laughs> it's it is very close. Freaking Pikachu! Come on. <laughs> I didn't realize they were like one and the same. Yeah. Okay, that makes sense why there were so many Pokemon, like, Game Boy games. <laughs> <laughs> Exclusive. Why isn't this on Xbox? <laughs> like, why? Pokemon's never on the Xbox. I don't understand. <laughs> never on the PlayStation 2 or whatever. All right, this, bah, this bottle is bomber. Verged up. There's <laughs> so many, like, satanic upside-down T's. Upside-down <laughs> lowercase T's. Yeah. Uh, the, the pentagram, the like pentagram. an axe. A scythe. Uh, I don't know what the S's are. 
Satan. It's like little claws, I think. They look like, like little claws. Yeah. Size. Oh, there's that thing you guillotine. Is that the yeah, thing the you guillotine. put your head in? Oh, yeah. yeah. Guillotine. A little snake down there. Is that her bra that she's not wearing? Um, it's got wings. It kind of looks like a bra with wings. It's a bloody bra. It <laughs> fell off her. It fl- like, flying away. She's a topless witch. Oh, there's that thing that you like put somebody's head in and you screw it and it tightens. Oh, yeah. It tightens into your temples and just like mm, crushes your head. Whatever that. Um, Skull crusher. Oh, and then on the main, the main thing is the topless witch. I guess it's a witch. It more looks like a devil. It's got like horns. It does. And she's holding a dagger bone dagger yeah, bone like dagger witch. she's definitely topless as we were saying you can see a lot of side boob under we should have had a nipple slip <laughs> somewhere a demon <laughs> nipple slip they probably somewhere. couldn't probably couldn't make the label if there was a nipple on it probably Nips. not oh you guys are missing the areola part <laughs> areola the, the round part on her boob oh, I guess. <laughs> she's got a little, she's got a little, little bit of side nip little, yeah way to look at her tits there pal. I, I, hey if she's topless I gotta look. And I gotta yeah. look. You gotta the, show a little something. The artist who made this, his name is Tim Lee, 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 Lehi, L E H I, Lehi. And then the designer was Zimmer Design. Okay. Threw that together. I like how Three Floyds they Zimmer. Give they, I think they do. They do they go probably with them a lot. lot. A lot of heavy metal themes on their yes, labels. Very much mm-hmm. heavy metal. Heavy so metal. you'll have to email Tim and see if. Is is that a nip slip or not? <laughs> I'm gonna find his email. I'm gonna ask. Him. No, and then you're that? gonna then you're gonna ask for a version without the text or the symbols over the her body, yeah. so you can just yeah. see. It. Can I get a rough draft of this? Where <laughs> you don't have the boobs the crosses up? and stuff blocking her teeth. Oh my gosh! I've always wanted to see like a a drawn nipple. <laughs> Use the internet. <laughs> <laughs> They're everywhere. Can we put that at the end of this episode? <laughs> I've always wanted to see a drawn nipple. <laughs> <laughs> All right, the color on this one. This is dark red. Ooh, like the bottle. A little red hint, maybe not as much. Yeah, it's like a brown. Brown red. Like a reddish brown. I'm trying to find it. It's it's going to be a tough one to... That is a tough one. Almost thinking... Epona or DK hair? See, I was darker. I was down at like 36. Oh, wow. Gizmo. Yeah, I can see that because it, it still has enough brown, yeah. but not a not over red. Because it's dark, but it's not black. It's like a reddish dark brown. I can see that. Um, what'd you say? I said gizmo in a toolbox. Gizmo in a toolbox. <laughs> yeah, that's a good one. Yeah, cool. Thirty six. Gizmo. Trying the to smell. Smell is very sweet, like a sweet mm-hmm. smell, like a berry, like a blueberry almost. Maybe a hint of like. Like a raspberry chocolate or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah, you're right. Maybe that ra- some type of berry sucks. chocolate. <laughs> yeah, maybe strawberry cho- dipped in chocolate. It said baker's chocolate, so yeah. I'm not getting anything. Nothing. It's dead. It's gone. <laughs> well, <laughs> use your tongue. All right, let's taste. <laughs> not like that. Oh, oh, you're just saying, like put it in my mouth. <laughs> just <that. laughs> just drink it is what I meant. Oh, I thought you were like lick it. <laughs> just, just, like, your tongue. <laughs> Laughing it up like a <laughs> Well, how does it taste that way? Are you getting any notes? <laughs> Sweet notes. It tingles. Tingles. <laughs> Ting- tingle sensation. Uh, <laughs> that's funny because we're talking about Zelda. <laughs> <laughs> tingle wingle. <laughs> oh. 
Hmm. Yeah. Hmm. Interesting. Well, that sweetness of the smell stays, and then it yeah. gets drastically bitter. It does. As it goes throughout. It, it dry, drops off to a weird flavor. Um, not a bad flavor, just surprising change of pace. A Baltic style porter. I don't know what is Baltic. Baltic Avenue. It's a location on Monopoly <laughs> board. It's like very sweet at first, mm-hmm. and then it gets like malty and like kind of bready yeah. at the end. Kind of unusual. I don't. I wonder what it is. I wouldn't say I noticed the baker's chocolate. Apparently, a Baltic style porter is a smooth, cold fermented and cold lagered beer brewed with lager yeast. Because of its alcoholic strength, it may include very low to low complex alcohol flavors and or lager fruitiness, such as berries, grapes, and plums. But not banana ale-like fruitness is not that appropriate. (laughs) This style has the malt flavors of a brown porter and the roast of a Schwarzbeer. Schwarzbeer. Sorry. Schwarzbeer. But is bigger in alcohol and body. So that makes sense. There's where the berry comes in. That Baltic style. That's cool. I do kind of notice the lager flavor now that you Mm -hmm. say it. I like it. It's unique. Yeah. And definitely, the more I drink it, the more I like it, because now I'm used to what to expect. Mm-hmm. Uh, like, the, the shock of the initial taste has worn off. I don't think I'm enjoying it as much as you guys, because I'm getting a raspberry flavor. <laughs> that's because I, that, I put that earworm in your head. That's I think right. so. That's so now, I'm now that's the only thing you can taste about. raspberry. The raspberries taste like blueberries, pal. Blueberries. blueberries. Think blueberry. I thought it was maybe Black strawberries. Ber- How about blackberries? Blackberries. I love blackberries. Well, you don't like strawberries, so that's why I went blue. <laughs> I love strawberries. And I can tolerate raspberry. Oh, raspberries are delicious. It won't go away. <laughs> <laughs> um, are there any tappers in there? Uh, one website we look at? Let's see. Topless Witch on Untapped. Yeah, 3.95 out of 10,000 check ins. Got five friends that have tried this. You gotta be careful when you search topless switch. <laughs> oh, yes. Uh, Especially on Google. Mm-hmm. Uh huh. Google gave me all sorts of fun stuff. <laughs> Any important friend information? Uh, Mr. Gone, 4.25. Really glad I got to try this again. Nice and roasty. That was May 11th. He had it again on March 31st. 4.25. This was really good. It was smooth with a hint of roasty notes. With a little sweetness on the back end, I really liked it. Christian D, 4.25. Brad Penning, 4.25. Mick Beer, 4.75. Ooh, oh, man, man, man. Mm. Uh, John Carter, 3.5. That was three years ago. Be interested to see what Mick Beer thought with that 4.75. Yeah, he, he really liked it. Did you? But that was in 2017, so who, I don't know. It, yeah. Could it be definitely a different, ba- totally different batch. Opinions have changed. Opinion, like, yeah, uh, like your style preferences change and stuff mm-hmm. like that. Yep. You said you got BA. Yes. Well, I had them both, both. open. <clears throat> BA has. Oh, you have Rapier. Okay. Mm-hmm. Um, BA has an official score four point oh four out of five, an exceptional rating. Some of the descriptions on here. I mean, it goes in. How many? Out of. Uh, I don't ratings. normally do this. this rate. Ratings. Ranking or ratings? 585. Is rankings higher? It's number 7,248. I was just trying to see how many people reviewed it. Hmm. It's been a lot of trades and ones for this one. I guess it's one of their popular beers. I was not aware. Or maybe it's just the name Three Floyds as many people want it. Yeah. Uh, This guy goes into a whole bunch. I don't want to read this. It'd probably be a whole podcast. Mm. Um, 
the satanic bitch dumps from the bottle the color of my soul, black and eager to unsurp any light naive enough to circle its orbit. Wow. It's not really black, but no, not okay. at all. Um, Dude's blind. Rate beer, 97 overall, 91 style. That's a 3.73 average with a 279 ratings. It's pretty high up there for... Yeah. yeah. What was overall on Untapped again? 3.95. Hmm. Not bad. John Jay, not a friend. Cub Jingle but, uh, Hammer Smith. <laughs> he, uh, put, he gave it a 4.25. He said, this is barley wine-esque and delicious. Raisin, toffee, light hops, pumpernickel. Okay. Dusty, fruity, citrusy, coffee, and malty. That's a lot happening. Do you get any coffee? I get the roasted. Mm -hmm. I think a lot of people are confusing the roastiness with the coffee, like roasted coffee. Like the flavor left on my palate has kind of that that mm -hmm. roasted sense to it. So I, I can see where they're coming from. I kind of get the pumpernickel like from like on the back end, like because I thought it was malty and bready yeah. at first. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's what he was referring to as well. Um, and I can see the barley wine that's kind of yeah. I'm definitely getting the molasses. I think that's probably what a lot of people haven't had molasses before. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So that could be the flavor that everyone's trying to say is coffee. But the official description says molasses. I remember trying it many years ago, and it's it's a distinct flavor. you got to like it. Yeah, it's like thick and sweet and mm -hmm. syrupy. Mm -hmm. it's, yeah. it's different, and it's not as sweet as syrup. Like you're not expecting it to be like pancake syrup. It's what it looks like. But when you put it in your <laughs> yeah. mouth, it's like, that's not right. A little bitter. I will say this was donated. Another one by oh, nice. Hannah. Oh, thank you this so much, Hannah. One she gave us from a while ago, so I've had this one in my fridge for quite some time. When she stopped at Three Floyd, she picked this up. Luckily, for us. it's a porter, so it doesn't age horribly. Yeah, she's still our biggest supporter. Mm -hmm. she Absolutely, is not a Patreon. <laughs> she's not a Patreon. <laughs> well, she spent more than any Patreon follower donating these beers to us. Yeah, so her, uh, I'm not going to falter. Her that. body comes in a different ways. I need to give her a free. Month. I don't know how to do that. Though. <laughs> just uh, yeah, I don't put know. Our own dollar. In, yeah, I guess. How so. would you, yeah, just create an account and put your own dollar in. <laughs> All right, here you go, Hannah. Has anybody checked in? I, have I am going to. I'm right in the process, now. I'm like wavering between like every score. <laughs> All the way from Two zero to five. Basically, I'm like, <laughs> do I love it? Do I hate it? Remember, the label's a full star or Capri. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly. For going on pale pale scale, pale scale. No, I'm done. I'm, labels don't matter anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Only if they're vampires <laughs> or werewolves. <laughs> it's a witch. It's like in that category. Yeah, vampires and what? We have yep. <laughs> I, 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 I combine wolves and witches. Whips. Is that a whip? <laughs> Oh, no, it's I think I'm good. Pal, I think you should start this time. I should start? You're going to be the negative Nancy. Jesus. Guys, why do you do this to me? <laughs> that way you don't change yours after we say it. <laughs> he can okay. still change it, but he can't change the audio. So I gave this one a three and a half. Because I can't get that freaking raspberry flavor <laughs> out of my head. Like That's all I taste now is raspberry. And I know there's more to it than just that. Um, I like it was really good up front, like, or I mean, like in the beginning when mm -hmm. I started drinking it, it was really good, and then it's like the fruitiness started coming through, and I just couldn't get over that. 
So I'm, I don't know, I'm kind of struggling with this one. I, I mean, I could see it being like a four, but three and a half, I'm just, I don't know, I'm not I'm not loving it right now. I'm, maybe my opinion would change once my taste buds get a little bit better and I can smell a whole lot better. <laughs> so I'm probably, yeah. we're probably not old man's. I think, I think that the smell does help it. Yeah. Because mm-hmm. you being able, saying you're not able to smell anything, that really affects yeah, how, I mean, how much you can taste. Absolutely. I gave this one a 4.25. I went a little higher up there. Um, the uniqueness of it, like this whole Baltic Porter style, mm-hmm. I don't think I've had a whole lot. I mean, I've had my porters, but um, not so much with this Baltic. And that, that roastiness, I really like on yeah. it because it's more of that coffee sense. But there's this unique flavor up front I still can't place. I mean, after that initial upfront flavor, then you get the berry, then you get that pumpernickel, mm-hmm. then you get that roastiness on the back end, which I really love. But it's just that that taste up front. It's, it's like almost sweet. And- it's almost like that barley wine, like what you were mm-hmm. saying, because, I mean, this is practically 10% at 9. But um, I don't know. It, it's a unique flavor up front, and it's odd enough that I like it, and I'm going to continue to drink more and more and trying to figure out what that flavor is. But... Yeah, I would definitely get this again. I mean, this is really good. I mean, I, I don't. I wouldn't know how to describe this to anyone. Exactly. else. Exactly. It's, it's hard to put. There's really a lot happening. Words to it. There's a lot happening in your mouth. Yeah. I give it a straight four. I think it's. It has really good flavor, but it's not something I'm used to drinking. So it's hard for me to say it's great, like perfect or whatever. Mm-hmm. I I need to try more of these to kind of get my handle on what it's supposed to be like all the unique aspects of it. But I think this is a good place to start cause it's really delicious, but I don't want to say it's perfect or anything like that mm-hmm. without having more experience in this field. But overall it's, it's definitely worth a try. I think. And that would help out me too. Mm-hmm. Just getting more familiar with the style to know what I'm looking mm-hmm. for. And mm-hmm. to but, pull out other different unique aspects. Yeah. So, but this is a good start. This helps. Would you say a little bit West Coast IPA on the upfront? Yeah, it's kind of yeah. It almost is. It's like a, it's like a little hop, something. tropical something. It, like <clears throat> there's those original... definitely something sweet and fruity up in the mm-hmm. beginning, and and then it goes to like that weird coffee, chocolate bitterness, multi, not really bitter, multi yeah, area. Multi. It's just like a unique ride that I'm not accustomed to, so it's hard yeah. for me to say this is really good because it it probably is. I mean, I think it's good, but. Well, yeah, I mean, like, guy that drinks beer, like, all the time, we had a 4.75, yeah. so must be doing something really good, and we just, unfortunately, aren't there, we aren't experienced enough in the style to, to get that yet. All right, on to the games. Oh, yeah, Ouija <laughs> <laughs> So one of the big ones is the new Luigi's Mansion, lead, uh, number three, coming in 2019. They didn't have a... Release date, I think at the holidays, most, most likely. Yeah, that sounds about right. Probably early, maybe early November to get like the Halloween crowd. So there's the original one on GameCube, and then there was one on the DS. So I play both of those. I love those games. They're really fun. This time, it's in a haunted hotel. As you're, it's not a mansion anymore. Yeah. <laughs> so it really opens up the scale of the thing. So you're not just in this house. You're in however many stories this thing is. Mm-hmm. And the story goes, I guess, they're on vacation. So Peach, Mario, Toad, and Luigi come to this hotel. It, I guess it's haunted. So Mario, Peach, and Toad are, like, trapped in 
pictures because that's what happens in these games. Yeah. And then he has to go through this hotel to save them. And each level of the hotel is a unique uh, setting, I guess is the word. Mm-hmm. So there's like a movie studio on one level and there's like a weird medieval area on the next level and like a snowy area. So they just packed everything into this hotel. Yeah. It'd be a weird place to visit if it was real. And then the idea is each level you have to collect the elevator button. That way you can go to the next level. Oh, that makes so, sense. <laughs> you can't just go all the way to the top. You have to collect the Work your the way key, up. essentially, to the next level. There are new moves for his... Uh, what, is that? what is it called? Vacuum or it's something? A, it's a vacuum. It has a weird ghost, ghost vac name. 2000, I don't know, something weird. Poltergust. <laughs> That's so cool. Um, so there's the burst, which he like... Sh- Basically, is a jump type move where you shoot it down and you can yeah you do can a little hop. hop I saw and then that it like causes damage to things around you. There's a suction shot, so you shoot out like a little plunger type thing, and then you can suck on it. It has like a rope attached to it, and you can pull things closer. <laughs> and there's a new slam move. So when you grab a ghost and you're they're like get half in yeah you can like slam, slam them yeah. and flip them back and forth and like beat them mm-hmm. you cause damage if you hit another ghost with your ghost you cause damage to both of the ghosts yeah. so it's it adds a unique level that wasn't in the other games i love this next feature <laughs> uh, there's like a co-op ish mode or like a secondary character named Gooigi, which, which is like a booger looking flubber looking <laughs> yeah. version of luigi that has uh, unique abilities it can walk through like gates mm-hmm. and spikes it can just like go in between open areas where luigi can't so you can like shoot him out of your vacuum or wherever and he can walk through things, and you can take control of them to like flip a switch on the other side to open up a gate for you to walk. Through. Really opens up the puzzle elements yeah. to this game. Oh, that's really cool. And but yeah, a second player could grab the mm-hmm. controller and then take over Gooigi and do a two-player co-op type thing. And if you don't have a friend, then you can. Switch Luigi just goes into like a stasis mode. Where yeah. He's basically like <laughs> just standing there, and then so Gooigi. Then you're, you're Gooigi. Yeah, then. Yeah, then you can control, control Gooigi. Huh. But so they showed how to go back to Luigi. Uh, there's probably like a yeah. There's a switch trigger you can, or whatever. You, you can forth. go back and forth. Um, and there's like they showed a boss fight where you have to use both because you need the extra suction. They both mm-hmm. have it. So like Luigi's shooting from one side and you move Luigi over to the other side and you both yeah. So it just adds a whole unique aspect to the game. Be much easier with a friend because mm-hmm. trying to move one, get him right, set him up, and then go get the other one. Oh yeah, it, it, it it'll take some getting used to. And then there's a new multiplayer mode called Scarescraper, which is either local or you can do it online. And it's basically a separate little skyscraper. Mm-hmm. And you work t- co- uh, cooperatively to do different things on each level. There's a five-minute timer on each level, and then the goal on each level changes. And they, I think they get harder as you go, but some of the ones I saw were... You just have to kill all the ghosts on this level, mm-hmm. and then they went to the next level, and they're like, "You got to find all the toads." And there's like five toads hiding, <laughs> and then you got to find them and then take them back to the exit. And then there That's was cool. one where it was just like collect ten thousand dollars on this. So like as you suction up drawers and stuff, like money goes money flying off. out. Oh, that's neat. So it's just fun because you could be like, "Okay, you two go left, and we'll go look in this other yeah. way." And you talk to your friends, and you try to work out like a game plan. And I like the way they do their multiplayer. 
Yeah, Nintendo, I think, is the only one that's ever gotten multiplayer, right? <laughs> Except for the online stuff. Yeah, but they're, they're more like sit in your house yeah, and like that's where it have started fun with your from. friends. That's where we yeah. all did, you know, like getting you our have, Nintendo yeah, 64s. You play the game and, and drink and just like relax and have fun. Yeah, yeah. The more party ass party party type of games, yeah, focus games. Uh, then game that I'm really excited for because I never played the original Link's Awakening, mm-hmm. September twentieth, twenty nineteen. So coming Ooh, up coming soon, up close. Um, so it's just a complete remake of the Game Boy game. I think mm-hmm. it was uh, yep. like the original Game Boy. Um, they updated it for Game Boy Color years ago. I remember when that one came. Out. <laughs> I never played. it. I never it, but played I either of them, but. So it's updated the graphics, and they're really cartoony and like kind of claymation almost looking. Mm-hmm. Uh, there's kind of like a sheen and sh- to like all the characters, so they look like they're molded or like. Yeah, it's, it's, it's another unique, weird style Nintendo that, style anv- animation that you can't put your finger on. It's like when when Wind Waker came mm-hmm. out. It's like, what is yeah, it's that like cartoony? Style. Or, yeah, and, yeah. So they're in the Game Boy Color version of the game. They created a color dungeon that was unique to that game that wasn't in the original and that is also going to be included in this game oh, so that's cool. it it does include people were kind of wondering will this be in the game yes it is yes and then there's a new chambered dungeon where it's kind of like the super mario maker mm-hmm. but on a simplified scale so as you beat the dungeons in the game you kind of collect the rooms because in these Game Boy or like the original Nintendo version. Yeah, each each room is like room just, the room, sc- screen. just the screen yeah. grab, and you kind of finish that room. Yeah, and I saw that next. in the video. That looks pretty cool that you can put yeah. it together. So, so you, it's actually part of the story. Like you have to like build a well, special dungeon to. Yeah, it's an op- it. it's like a side quest. A it's side an option. Quest. You don't build have to do dungeons. it, but okay. You go talk to Dumpe. I think that's his name. Dumpe. Yeah, the the gravekeeper. The gravekeeper. Yep. And he he'll give you like missions to build these dungeons for him. And it's cool because the levels or rooms that you, I don't know what they're called, but that you collect each stays exactly how it is. So the door is only on that side of the room or yeah, whatever. So you have to build so you the have puzzle to match to it up, them. and you can That's do it however. Cool. And he kind of teaches you and walks you through it. It looked really fun, and I, like I would really like to play just a bait, like separate game that's just yeah, just Zelda build builder dungeons. or whatever. Yeah, that'd be uh-huh. cool. Um, and then there's a new amiibo character that is link and it looks like he is in the game so it has that like oh, that's realistic cool. clay whatever it is that's awesome i'm really excited i'm gonna get that if i can find it uh then they did a new contra which it's called contra rogue corpse comes out september 24th 2019 oh that's an important day <laughs> somebody's birthday um, but I don't know if you remember the old Contra games that were on the original Nintendo. Yes, I remember the logo. I never played them, but I remember Contra. I remember yeah. seeing it. It's like the big yellow flaming sea. Yeah, yep. So you get what four different playable so, characters here? Yeah, those were all side-scroller shooters, mm-hmm. and they were co-op, so you could play with your friend and have two guys running at the same time. That's cool. This is like a 3D updated, like over. It's kind of overhead almost. Oh, so where an you're overhead like, shot. Okay. You can run around all all directions and shoot. And Now there's four characters. There's like your basic strong guy from the original game. 
There is him. a panda with a human brain. What? I don't remember what his name was, but he had a big machine gun type deal, and he was running around shooting people. Panda man. There, there was a, your female character. I guess she has an alien living inside of her or something. They like went into all these details. <laughs> oh, my gosh. And then there's the guy called the Gentleman, who is an alien. Like He looks sort of like a brain. Like He's a big blobby-looking dude, but he sounds like a fancy British guy. He's so fancy. Um, you can upgrade your characters with these body modifications. So I guess you can go in these back alleys in this game and get like a eye enhancement. Huh. <laughs> and That's then cool. I guess there's like cheap doctors you can go to and they'll, <laughs> yeah. they'll give you like the enhancement, but it um, doesn't work as well. Black market <laughs> <Yeah>. doctors. <laughs> yes. Uh, so it's single or co-op. You could do the co-op in the room or it, you can do it online, but it's Nintendo. So yeah, you're more likely to, but have a better chance doing it in the room. And they also announced the Contra Collection was available for download oh, that all the previous day, games. which yeah, had the cool. first 10 games on it, which is cool that they did that. Very nice. Uh, next we have Marvel's Ultimate Alliance 3, The Black Order, which comes out July 19th, 2019. It's the next in that series, so you're... I think it's four players, up to four players. You don't have to have four players. And you could be all of these different characters. This time they have the Avengers, or you can be any of the X Men. Well, I don't know. They didn't announce which characters, but they said the X Men will be in it. The Guardians of the Galaxy will be in it. The mm-hmm. Inhumans are going to be in it. And then they showed Deadpool as a playable character. Yes, <laughs> awesome. So it's like a huge roster of different characters. And I don't know. Have either of you played any of these Alliance? I've heard of them, but I've never played. I've them. seen like a lot of gameplay. Like, mm-hmm. A lot of new characters, like they're announcing and whatnot, kind of like trying to keep up with the movies. Yeah, it seems like. Yeah, it looks like fun. Yeah, they definitely look fun. It looks looks like it'd be fun to play with friends. I just don't know if it would like kill my battery on my phone or if it would take up too (laughs) much space. Yeah, yeah, definitely. So uh, yeah, there's not really. I mean, it's just another one of those games. So if you're familiar, I played the X Men Alliance like way back on GameCube. I had one. It was really fun. Then they announced, well, they didn't announce, but they went into more detail on Super Mario Maker 2, which is coming out at the end of the month. Very soon. Uh, This new updated version will have a story mode. So what happened is Peach's castle was destroyed, and now the Toads are rebuilding it. But they need you to go collect coins. Of course. (laughs) So you have to go through like these created levels to collect coins to give them more money to build levels, and then... They also teach you lessons on how to build levels, hmm. so it like helps you add more to the game. And so there's all these different maker lessons. They showed like a page that's just a list of lessons, and you go through and it'll cool. kind of help you, like it's an assist mode type thing. Mm-hmm. There's a new night mode, which is I don't know if it's random or how it works, but it's like something you could put like a box on the screen and if you hit it now the screen flips upside down so like a mirror mode yeah. or something like that and apparently what wind yeah is so added too, so when it turns to night the big gust of wind comes and so it makes a unique you have to like time out your jumps and hopefully it doesn't the wind doesn't blow you down the hole right there's if you're having trouble building a level luigi will <laughs> pop in pop in and there's like these different parts and he'll say uh, he'll like give you suggestions and stuff like that mario <laughs> and then there are different conditions that you can add to your level 
some of the examples where you have to collect 100 coins in this level in order to get to the goal, or you have to beat just one enemy, but maybe it's hard to find that enemy. Yeah. Um, or the, the one they played where you could not leave the ground, so you're not allowed to jump. Or even if like something picks you up, you lose. Ugh. And so the it's like a, a maze you have to traverse. And Without you ha- jumping? Yeah, so you have to time like, when a bullet bill or something's coming by, so you land Just on it. Land and, and go, ugh. It was really cool, and it adds a whole unique strategy to the game. That's awesome. Next we have Animal Crossing New Horizons, which... I meant, or Keith mentioned that mm-hmm. people were upset that this game was delayed to 2020. Yeah, I've never played any of these games, but apparently no. this one's unique because it's on a deserted island and you start from scratch. Usually, you start in a town and you build up your area. Mm-hmm. Now it's just you're just you start them, like with you a start tent. With nothing. <laughs> yeah, I saw the yeah. the trailer for this one. Mm-hmm. It looked pretty fun. And then there's options to like meet up with different players and online and. You can go to visit other people's towns. And stuff. Yeah, I figured this would be a huge online element because wasn't this like the first online game for like Nintendo? Mm-hmm. Like you could really reach it out was, to other people. Like, I think on like GameCube maybe mm-hmm. like they had your, your you had the uh, option to plug in the mm-hmm. Ethernet. I remember <laughs> and visit other people's towns and you could like leave like a note that say it said yeah. you were here or something so that next time they turn on the game like oh somebody visited yay <laughs> i won't go too much detail here but new super lucky tales <laughs> is coming in fall 2019 it's like a 3d platformer it looked like tales yeah but it's it's a fox and he's fox like orange and trapped in a magical book <laughs> so it was published by xbox originally developed by playful corp and they are Remaking the game for Switch, adding new items based on like some suggestions they've received from people playing the game. Mm-hmm. Um, it reminded me of Mario sixty four, but obviously updated, and it, it's it's aimed towards children, I think, because it seemed pretty simple the way they were yeah. playing, or maybe it was just the beginning of the game, but it seemed pretty cut and dry, just platform three D platformer. Mm-hmm. Then there's a new Mario and Sonic Olympic Games Tokyo twenty twenty. This one looked fun. Uh, like yeah, I've never played any cool. of these, but this is like the third or fourth one because yeah. they did like probably should Beijing and China or uh, London. I mean, mm-hmm. uh, but there's going to be 21 different mini games. Then they're adding surfing, karate, sports, climbing, and skateboarding because those are the four new events this coming this Olympics. So they those will be in the game. And I guess the one interview I saw there, they got the blueprints from the actual Olympic Committee. So, oh, like, cool. the stadiums and oh, stuff are awesome. all developed oh, it'll be the based same. off of, oh. like, the actual... You actually feel like you're there. Yeah. Like, oh, it's kind of cool that they went to the extra, and they didn't just set it in, like, a random mushroom. Yeah. Room. <laughs> yeah. Um, and then uh, in the past Olympic Games, you're just in your normal Mario, Mario costume. Gear. But now there's unique costumes for every game. So when you're on your bike, you've got, like, your track suit. And oh, when you're really swimming, cool. you're in your swimming trunks. And so they had to develop... A new costume for each game for each character, so it's kind of right. cool that they d- did that. That's too. awesome. Uh-huh. Um, Dark Crystal, I don't really care. Yeah. Isn't that Jim Henson? Yeah, creation? Netflix series. Yeah, yeah the Netflix. Series it was a movie August. from like the eighties or something, and now it's going to be a sequel on Netflix. Yeah, yeah, that was a weird. I skipped over that, and I'm like, I don't know what this is. <laughs> so, <laughs> I don't understand it. I don't get it. Forward. It was real creepy too. Like yeah, it had like creepy. that weird puppet. Like, <laughs> I was like, I don't know what is happening? I don't know if you're talking about a movie or it's a like game. when uh, Chuck E. Cheese was like super creepy. <laughs> yes, <laughs> yes. um, God, that was awful. Oh my gosh! But yeah, there's it's a 
tactical turn-based RPG, which does not interest me at all, because no. it's like... It was like Mario and the Seven Stars, or whatever that mm-hmm. was. Like, that was bleh, weird. But it's even worse than that, because you've got to move your character... You can only move your character on your so turn, fun. too, yeah. so it's like, uh, I don't, mm-hmm. I'm not interested. Uh, Astral Chain, August 30th, 2019. This game looked interesting, but it, it's more focused towards, like, the Japanese audience, because it's, like, got that weird anime-type mm-hmm. aesthetic and yeah. feel to it. But it's a new third-person action game developed by Platinum Games and published by Nintendo. You play as a futuristic police officer, which it kind of reminded me of uh, Batman in a way, because you go into like your detective mode and you yes. can look at clues and stuff. But the main draw here is that you got this thing chained to your wrist, and you can call out like it's kind of like a mech suit type alien looking dude, and it like he'll fight and you can you'll fight and shoot and then you call this guy out to like kind of assist oh, you and like that's you neat. Yeah, double team a guy <laughs> <laughs> i was thinking like ben 10 but i think that just transforms the person into something but so no it's like a i don't know how to really describe it but it's like chained to your wrist and he comes out and he's like next to you and you're both fight and you kind of control it like they showed him like wrap up a guy so the the bad guy's like chained with the chain because you're attached and then they're both like on both sides of the guy. Hmm. Well, interesting. Definitely, it looks like a unique. I'm glad that Nintendo's finally doing something different, like not yeah. just doing another Mario another or remake. Another, like, kind of get away from like the original stuff that they've mm-hmm. done for years. Another new thing is the Damon X Machina coming in September. It's an action third-person shooter developed by Marvelous and their subsidiary first studio published by Nintendo. Uh, it's a fully custom player character who commands an arsenal mech and engages in battle. So it's another weird Japanese game where you're in like a mech suit flying around and shooting things. Another un- uh, new title, it looks like. Then this one I'm kind of excited about. I haven't played it yet. It is available now. Candace of Hyrule. Yes, I saw this. And I'm like, wait, it's an actual person like Candace. Yeah. <laughs> I'm like, it's some girl in Hyrule. I'm like, this looks really cool. <laughs> um, so Crypt of the Necro Dancer was a rhythm action game available on like Steam and like iPhones and stuff. And you got to move to the beat and like f- the music is really important in the game, mm-hmm. I guess. And then now it's take it takes that aesthetic and puts it in Hyrule so now you play as like Zelda Link I think you can play as Cadence too Cadence yeah (laughs) but yeah it just looked really cool and it like remixes the Zelda music and adds like this like awesome beat to it and it's just like the music is really the main draw for me I'll have to try that out as a drummer be like (laughs) I could probably pick up on this real quick but it seems like you only control I guess there's like you can have arrows and stuff, and you also have to use those on the beat, mm-hmm. too. But, like, the main thing is just moving. Every time the beat hits, you have to move. So if you miss a beat, then you, you're you penalized for it. Hmm. It's, it's like just, Dance Dance Revolution, but <laughs> yeah, <laughs> more player-based. Mm-hmm. And That's you, weird. Yeah, you have to, like, time out your movements and then your your attacks and stuff. Uh, it's really cool that you it's single or co-op, so one person can be Zelda, one person can be Link, and you can both tag-team the game. Then they did some Pokemon Sword and Shield more stuff with that. They, I don't know, I don't really play these games. Yeah, really they've gotten to, so crazy over the years. really want to go in detail on that. 
then they they announced the Smash Bros. DLC, which the first one you said that there were two at the top of the show. There's mm-hmm. Jag- Dragon Quest one that's coming in this summer, where it's actually the hero from Dragon Quest, but mm-hmm. you it's all there was like six or eight different like, yeah all the characters from Dragon Quest were in there. I rem- I've never played Dragon Quest, but I knew. Um, it was made originally by Akira Toriyama, who made Dragon Ball Z. So all the characters look very Dragon Ball Z esque because mm-hmm. they're made the same design. Yeah, so it was a, it was an original game. I remember the game. I never did play it though. But um, so that I knew as soon as I saw the reveal, I'm like, that's Dragon Quest. <laughs> I know that character. I have no idea who it is, but I know because that's Akira Toriyama. Yeah, that didn't appeal to me too much. But then they announced Banjo Kazooie is coming in the fall. And that, that was just blew my mind. <laughs> so funny watching DK yeah. and it had like all a, them looking at, and it was the dog and the duck, and I'm like, that's not who that was. And it was, <laughs> but that is, they used that before when they announced Duck Hunt. They showed it was Banjo Kazooie, and then they, they revealed oh, so it's they actually it. Duck yes. Hunt, and it's not Banjo Kazooie. This, yeah, they reversed it. Now that's it is awesome. actually Banjo. I didn't know that. I missed that first <laughs> oh, one. Oh my gosh, that's awesome. Uh, so I'm super excited. I'm probably going to have to get the DLC now just so just I can to be play these Banjo-Kazooie. I know there's a ton of mods out for Smash Brothers. Really? They've modded so many different characters in there. I was watching some videos on YouTube. They've created Waluigi since he's not in the game. Oh, right. So somebody modded a Waluigi. And, well, and Ra- just he is in the game, but he's just one of those trophies, so yeah. assist trophies. So they must have like used that character model and made him as a playable character. I mean, these, there's so many people out there that can just make their own freaking video game. I mean, these mods for any games, they're just they're nuts. When, what you can hack into and mm-hmm. what you can really develop on your own. It's pretty cool. Then they announced one more thing. But we'll get to that after the beer. After the beer. Let's do it. While we get the next beer ready, I just wanted to remind you that you can follow us on Twitter and Instagram at DrinkInGeekOut. You can also check our show notes and other fun stuff on our website, drinkingeekout.com. You can also email us any comments or suggestions at drinkingeekout at gmail.com. If you like what you hear, please take a second to rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts, the Google Play Store, or wherever you get your podcasts. We also have a Patreon where you can get some fun bonus content and previous episodes, and that is currently at patreon.com slash drinkingeekout. And now, back to the show. All right, we're back with our out beer, and we have from Founders Brewery, Centennial IPA. Bask in the Heads Floral Bouquet, relish citrus accents from dry hopping, sweet yet balanced, with a fruit that never turns into bitter. With a finish. With a finish. Wow, I can't read tonight. (laughs) Sweet yet balanced. Let's try that again. (laughs) (laughs) Sweet yet balanced, with a finish that never turns too bitter <laughs> much better oh coming <laughs> coming in at 7.2 percent abv and 65 ib oh is this another one at 65 what the IBUs? Oh, it's 65. there's so many 64s <clears throat> alakazam or whatever that alakazam. this also as a side note this is in a can which is very unusual is it I guess it is. Um, I've had it on for a little twelve ounce can. Mm-hmm. We usually have our sixteen ounce brewer mm-hmm. cans that we usually get stuff in. Um, Founders has recently been—I don't want to say recently, but I would say within the last year—been canning their stuff. So in the grocery stores, you can buy excuse but, me fifteen packs of these. 
which is what I did. So I bought a 15 pack. It was on sale for 15 bucks. So I'm That's like a dollar a can. Absolutely. For a good IPA. So I've had several of these already and I've had it before, but I was very and excited to actually put it on the show. Too, yeah. From April. As I have also had it in a bottle. I think I have one of, yes. If you go second shelf all the way over there, I have the bottle oh, version. There it is. There he is. Oh, there it is. <laughs> <laughs> all right. So, Speaking of the can, we've got our angels holding up the founder's logo. The green background to kind of in front of a blue starry night painting or something. There's some like statues you maybe you've seen in Greece. Yeah. Made out of marble maybe. Mm-hmm. There's some like hops in a lighter color in the background. Mm-hmm. What's the centennial? Is there something I'm not that I'm missing. sure what that means. Is that Centennial to? Hop? Oh, yeah, oh, that, that would make sense. sense. But what does that have to do with these angel people? Yeah, what's the angels have to do with it? <laughs> yeah. They're just like, oh, 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 oh <laughs> No, what oh, they're doing is going, do-do-do-do-do, yes. with the founder's logo. Uh-huh. <laughs> it's a fairy fountain. <laughs> Sometimes you can see a little penis on these guys. <laughs> what? Wrong. But they covered. They Wait, covered the it boobs up. earlier. Now you got to go for the dick on this one. <laughs> gotta find their privates if they're there. <laughs> I'm gonna contact this guy too. There's not enough <laughs> dick did, in this. Who's the artist? That guy. Who did that art? See if you can send me a picture of these guys nude. <laughs> If he's going for drawn nips, then we might as well go for drawn dicks. Might as well just send an email to founders. <laughs> just, just do like a mass email to all brewers. <laughs> Any artwork with people on it, send me the naked copies. Yeah, naked copies of all your people art. People. Uh, so I'm working on my color right now for the beer. While you were looking up anything, you were I was trying up. to find more about Centennial and I couldn't find anything. <laughs> I'm going to go with Crash Bandicoot. Oh, That's be... my my initial assumption. Appropriate. Any arguments or opinions? I haven't really looked at it, but it looks very crashy. I can see a Tanuki suit. Yeah, either one. They're real 16 close. 16 or 17. They're or very close. Could probably work. Since we're talking about Nintendo, might as well go with Tanuki suit. Tanuki suit. Number 16 on the uh, geek... Whatever it's called. SRM. SRM. Now I'm stuffed. Uh-oh. Uh-oh. I've been drinking out of pale glass. <laughs> the sniffles. What the hell are you giving us, pale? I think mine's just allergies. Oh. He brought his cat fur on him. <laughs> That's true. And I usually take my allergy medicine at like nine, so Uh-oh. I'm overdue. Mm. All right. The smell. Very citrusy. Mm. It's IPA. Mm-hmm. Be a West Coast IPA type of deal. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so gross. A little snot rocket in your glass. <laughs> it's kind of like that hop slam, hop smash, whatever. Oh, yeah. You're right. Like, it's got like, kind of that honey uh, bitterness. Yep. Anything? I guess a little honey is all I got. <laughs> okay, let's get... I love let's, your face when you sniff it. <laughs> it's not just so big and then he just shrugs after. It's like, it's like, like I don't know. Still nothing. Still something. I'm going to try it again. <laughs> nope. Me use your tongue. It's a little low this time. <laughs> too low. I can't too go. low. Well, do it the normal way then. <laughs> oh, <God. laughs> 
I can't do it either. <laughs> Tilt it a little bit. Do you guys have? You guys don't have Snapchat, do you? Mm-mm. There was. I guess there's this thing that you can do. You can put like ten seconds of fame or talent out there. People were actually like showing off like how long their tongues were. What? Uh, like that a talent? Nasty. I was born I that way. <laughs> I don't know how that's a talent either. But this girl could like the show take her tongue and like touch her chin. It's it was like. And then it like folded under, and she was like yeah. touching her chin. Ugh. It was oh, Whoa, wow, yeah. I guess the talent is what she can do with that tone. Exactly. <laughs> I saw that video. What's the next one? <laughs> yeah. That was on a different website. <laughs> She's ready to make a lot of money. Asked my life. age when I went to it for some reason. That is a West Coast IP. What are you making a face? Oh, <laughs> that's just your face. Just my thinking face. It's not your bitter beer face because it says a finish that never turns too bitter. Too bitter, slight bitter is okay. It's one of <laughs> that face. You're like, huh? It's one of those. The more you drink it, then the more custom your tongue and taste buds will get to these IPAs mm-hmm. that we found throughout the years of doing. Well, this. he couldn't smell it. I mean, this is exactly what I expected it to taste like mm-hmm. when I sniffed it. But if you couldn't smell it, I would be shocked probably too, based on like, yeah, switching my, from the last beer. My taste is hindered now too. Hindered. I'm fucked tonight. <laughs> <laughs> my my ratings shouldn't count <laughs> this episode. They have asterisks next to them. Yep. Because they were probably going to train change drastically yeah. next time. I had that. I've been sick on this show, you know, months at a time you, <laughs> for a whole month. The whole Olympics, you were, yeah, it was. your ratings were all. My ratings were all botched. So I'm like, yeah. I don't you trust any that. of these. Some of those people lost gold medals because of you. <laughs> <laughs> yes, you cost those countries Olympic medals. Uh, I did. My taster screwed everyone over. He just rated all yours high. That's the reason uh, Newcastle were all on. <laughs> yeah. I knew what it tasted <laughs> like before we even started, so I had to go off of that. <laughs> oh, talking about an episode that's only available on our Patreon feed. <laughs> I think. I don't know. It's so old. It probably <laughs> is. Who knows? It was like the sixth episode recorded, I think. Oh, yeah. Patreon, then. <laughs> and back to this beer. We're getting loopy in our... Tired. Well, normally we... When we record, I think most of these times they've been afternoon to yeah. mid-morning. <laughs> Like usually, it would be like eleven twenty-three in the morning. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. pretty early. So we actually have a night episode here. Drinking geek out after dark. Oh, <laughs> That's why you're so obsessed with the tits and dicks. <laughs> That's right. You must have to put your age in to listen to this podcast. This is my my porn time. This is where I watch porn. Between eleven and twelve. That's why you took that bottle into the bathroom <laughs> with you. <laughs> Oh, this beer is never getting rated. Oh, no. Well, all right, I'm going to mention Untapped since no, I'm already on there. I'm going to go to rate beer okay, I'm already on there. With 2,849 ratings, there's a 3.79 average. I'm doing it backwards this time. I don't know if you guys noticed. The style is 99, but overall it's a 98. So this is a wow, pretty it's a solid damn fine beer. And it's verified, apparently. It's got a verified check. <laughs> check it out. Beer Advocate, 4.13 out of 5, with 2,070, nope, 8,664, I was way off, ratings. Exceptional is what they call it. Untapped, okay. (laughs) 3.78 out of 2,000, that's right, 2,034 (laughs) check-ins. What, that's it? Oh, 
235,000. <laughs> I, I knew I was off. This beer's been around a long time. <laughs> so there's more on Beer Advocate? <laughs> this can't be right. Oh, newly acquired friend, Chris Bowen. Yes. Gave it a 4.75. That was back in October of 2018. Shout out to you, Chris. Thank you for following us on yep, social thank media. You. And a little plug here, if any of you would like to follow us on our social media of Untapped, uh, check out our latest post, I think, on all the social medias. I don't know. Um, You can follow us, and like we said, we'll mention your beer on Untapped. Drinking Geek Out, Saf Drinking Geek Out, Pale Daigo 85. Daigo Pale. Oh, Daigo Pale. Daigo Daigo Pale Pale 85, and then Daigo the Duke. Yes. I was so close. And we will, yeah, most definitely... Accept your friend request and read your reviews if we are reviewing the beer that you have already reviewed. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> if you have had this beer, we will talk about it. <laughs> uh, Mr. Gone gave it a four. Haven't had this in a long time. Had a friend give me one recently. It's pretty good. Nice and hoppy. This was September 2018. Patrick Doherty, not bad, 3.5 in May of 2018. Seth, you had this before? I've had it so many times. Oh, my goodness. It's been around a long time. Have I ever had it? <laughs> nope. <laughs> Not even a Brewhaven? I swear I would have had this on a Brewhaven. <laughs> nope. <laughs> Mitch Brews, or Michigan Brews, 4.25 in 2017. I'm trying to power the room, but <laughs> it's, it's so difficult. Wayne mm. Horn of the Indie Craft Brew Crew. Gave it a 4.75. Great beer. I believe we met him at Scarlet Witch. <laughs> Scarlet Lane. Scarlet Lane. <laughs> Who? Wayne Horn. Yeah, we talk, talked to him out by the bathroom. Yeah. Outside the bathroom door for like an him, hour. What was it, him and his brother, I think? Was the... Something like that. Yeah, he was... He had the... Big beard. Beard. And, um, he was wearing the barrel chat shirt. Um, I was like trying to talk up our podcast. <laughs> he follows us. He likes all mm-hmm. of our stuff on Instagram. He tags us a lot too. Yeah, he does. With his little, whatever, his little emblem. The little sign. <laughs> yeah. It's like, like a Indiana hop. It's mm-hmm. like shaped like Indiana. It's yeah. Made out, of hop, made out of hop leaves. Hop leaves. Or whatever they're called. Oh, man. I'll probably stick with my same review if you guys are ready. Yeah, I'll probably keep mine. So, pale, it means we're waiting on you. We'll give you an extra minute. I can go ahead and start if you want. I gave this one, wow, four years ago. I'm going to keep it. Wow, um, you still feel the same way. I still do. 3.75. It's more of that West Coast, and I was not a fan then, and I'm not a fan now. Give me a hazy, juicy Nipa any day. Um, it's still it's a good solid beer. That's why I bought mm-hmm. it um, in a 15-pack. Like, if I'm going for a beer if i'm going to buy a 15 pack of beer it's definitely not going to be one of the big three right um i was so happy that founders put this out that i could grab it i know they have their all day ipa as well in the same i don't think i've had that one in the same price range it's a session ipa Mm -hmm. hence the all day Mm -hmm. but when i bought this when i picked it up and it's like 7.2 percent yeah and 15 cans of that i'm like uh yeah i'll (laughs) go for the higher abv i don't want that session stuff i'm like give me the I was surprised it was the same exact price range as the all-day IPA. So um, a good-style craft beer, and when you think craft beer, I think this is, like, what comes to mind. Like, the very original, when it first started, 
this whole IPA sense, the hoppiness, very bitter up front, but not too bitter. It's still a little bit sweet with that mm-hmm. smoothness, the citrus and everything else. But it's just not my favorite, which is why I'm going to stick with the 3.75. I don't want to change it. Okay. So in 2017, I had this and I gave it a 3.75, which is still how I feel. Um, at that time, I, no- I noted it was an older bottle, so <clears throat> apparently that didn't matter. It, it, I liked it. I liked it the same amount in a fresh can or an older bottle. But uh, it it is really good at being an IPA, like a craft IPA. It's kind of exactly what I would expect from it. It's just there's nothing special about it that puts it up into the four range. It's yeah. just it's just a really drinkable good IPA. Mm-hmm. Nothing yeah. crazy. So I put cold kicking my butt. Taste buds are shot. Put an asterisk next to this. <laughs> I went three and a half. Yeah. Um, I think three and a half to four is where I would feel yeah. like anyway on a, a normal day. But I'm really struggling to get like any big notes out not of a it. Big no- yeah, any big notes out of it. Um, I can taste the hops. And that's about it. Like I just – I know there's other things in there. I'm just not getting it right now. So we'll see. Maybe down the road I'll try this again and um, rate it more fairly. Yeah. Three and a half. It kind of sounds like that's where – a lot of people are falling on this. I mean, it's it's readily available. Like as it shows up on Google, it's down the street at Target. Target has it. Yeah, it's uh, crazy. Meyer. I mean, all the grocery stores around here. I mean, if you're going to go grab a 15 pack of beer, like if I was going to a party or something, I would definitely grab this yeah. instead of you know any of the light crap that's out there. So I think that's awesome that they're starting to do this. They're some of the first ones because if I'm going to spend fifteen dollars on a fifteen pack or fifteen dollars, usually that's like a six pack price exactly. nowadays of some of this. Sometimes crap it's stuff. a four pack, mm-hmm. four pack of sixteen ounce cans. So this was a hell of a deal when I picked this up for fifteen bucks. It was a dollar a can. I'm like, I can't pass this up just to have these in the fridge when right. people come over and be like, Hey, you want a craft mm-hmm. beer? Here, try this. I mean, it's good quality beer. At a quality price. I mean, exactly. I, I can't beat a dollar a can <laughs> for 7.2% ABV. So I'm very impressed with it. All right. So I teased one more thing, as they like to do on their little conference or, I don't know, whatever, the directs. Or, I, don't, I can't remember yes. what they're called. The Treehouse. <laughs> they're like uh, podcasts. Treehouse, Nintendo Direct. <laughs> uh, and it's the Breath of the Wild sequel trailer. Dun, dun, dun. I got a big thing here. I won't go into full detail because... We are getting long, but I'm curious what you thought, Keith, because you've not played the game. I have not played the game, and I saw it was Zelda and Link. They were just kind of like chilling, walking back towards the castle or something, I think. I don't know what it was. And then this corpse with these little orbs that showed up. Yeah, they're like in a cave-type dungeon-y looking area. Yeah, I wasn't exactly sure where they were, but this... Stuff appeared, and when that thing appeared, I immediately thought Twilight Princess. Exactly. Like with the whole little orb, like, you know, the dimension thing opening up, and I'm like, oh, what is this? And then this corpse, like, pulled up and then turned and mm-hmm. looked in the eye. The pupils were there. I'm like, Ugh. I'm like, is that Ganon from when he died in Breath of the Wild? But I'm like, wait, was he even in Breath of the Wild? Because I haven't played it, so that's what I was curious. He is. So it's called Calamity Ganon. Calamity, he, that's it. I knew he had a funky name. Because he's kind of like taken over Breath of the War. He's, he destroyed Hyrule mm-hmm. is the setting for this game. And Zelda has him contained, but you have to go around and collect all of your shit to finally defeat him. <laughs> like yeah. that's, that's a Zelda game, essentially. And so you'd, I 
I mean, the play you've you've beat Calamity Ganon, and now he's. I get this is what it seems like to be his corpse. It's like not confirmed, but that's what it feels like. Yeah. And now, yeah, there's a lot of Twilight Princessy looking like the music that's playing, mm-hmm. and then like all that stuff is kind of harkens back to that game. So it, I don't know how if they're gonna bring because they they do hint at the game. They hint at all because this is the latest in the timeline. So, okay. so there's like hints of the of previous games. Okay. Like they talk about the hero of time and the they call it they don't they don't actually say twilight but they say like whatever like mid I don't know. Yeah. dimensions throughout mm-hmm. dimensions or something whatever referring to that game and a few other things. And so I was curious where the official Breath of the Wild fell in the timeline. So it's officially it's the after most everything recent, yeah, okay. in the timeline. And that makes sense. So yeah, there's just like all these hints to Twilight, so I don't know if they're going to bring that Twilight realm into Breath of the Wild, or because that would be really cool if they kind of follow up with this game and now they have the Twilight realm in this Breath of the Wild universe. I thought it was just they're announcing new do- downloadable content when they first started the trailer. I'm like, oh, yeah. here they're back. I'm like, I, I was like, I got goosebumps. I was like, oh, I'm so excited, more <laughs> content. And then I'm like, holy shit, it's a whole new game. It's a new game. <laughs> <laughs> like. So I'm real excited about this. I cannot wait. I, they, it's probably going to be two years. Like, who knows? Yeah, <laughs> but that's very rare for Nintendo to put something mm-hmm. out like this—a teaser that early. Um, so, so uh, yeah, I'm, kudos to them. For, I'm guessing they've been—they've probably been working on it since that game came out mm-hmm. in 2017 or whatever. Like, it's, it's been out for a while. And if they kind of use the same resources like they did with Ocarina of Time to Majora's Mask, like they used all the same models, like every, everything is built. Now they just got to refinagle it to make a new game with that same yeah same sort re- resources. So it won't take as long to, as in building a whole new game on a new console. So it, yeah, that's true. It won't take as long, but I cannot wait. Yeah, I I really need to get into that Breath of the Wild and. But that involves me breaking down and buying Switch. <laughs> I can't even finish what I have on Xbox, yeah. let alone buy a new system. How much are they these days? They're three hundred still. Still, yeah. Sometimes you can get like I a see them on like game Amazon, it where it's like, yeah, you can you get the game for free, or it's like two hundred and fifty dollars. Yeah, if you buy a game with it or something. I can see probably mm-hmm. like Black Friday sales this year. Hopefully. There'll be something to sweeten the deal. Probably two free games or something with it this time around. Okay. Yeah, I tried to win one again. Um, I was at a tech conference and they gave away a whole bunch of techie stuff. I'm like, "Ooh, switch! I want that! I want that!" And I didn't win it. I wonder if you could like find somebody selling it on like the Facebook pages. Oh, you probably can for like a couple hundred bucks or something. That's only played it maybe three yeah. or four times and decided, yeah. uh, I want to do a different system or something. But I know it'll be different. I know I'll play it more since I don't have to have it attached to my television that I could easily take it with me and. When I like go out of town, mm-hmm. I can play it. Like my Xbox, I can't pack that up and take that. Right, right. Yeah, you can um, take it and play it on break. Yeah, on break vacation, school. I could take it on like, school. Yeah, I could take it wherever. So it's really nice. Um, so I found that quote from the game where it like refers to the old games. Mm-hmm. It's when um, Link is being knighted as the next hero of Hyrule and being gifted the Master Sword. Zelda makes reference to the previous heroes. Link, you have proven yourself worthy of the blessing of the goddess of Hylia, mm-hmm. whether skyward bound, adrift in time, or steeped in the glowing ambers of twilight. The sacred blade is forever bound to the soul of the hero. 
So it refers to all, all of those previous games. Previous yeah. games. It's really cool. It, it kind of brings everything together. And it's also a unique take because it's not really what you'd expect from Le- uh, The Legend of Zelda because you're not like dungeon crawling and there's like really no dungeons there's at all in this game. Oh, wow. So you're, so just, you're just like... Open world Yeah, it's concept. open world and yeah. you go through and you find different things to fight. It's, it's really crazy and they did a great job with it. That's awesome. So I can't wait for another one. And that's neat since it's at the end of the timeline, since it's the most recent, they can do a direct sequel. Because yeah. usually they have to pick the timeline mm-hmm. like, oh, where the hell is this game going to fall? And then everybody freak out and lose their minds trying to figure out the placement of it. So now you can build off mm-hmm. of this instead of jumping around throughout history. So that's really cool. And you visit like a destroyed Lon Lon Ranch and oh, like Temple yeah. of Time. Like all that stuff's there, but it's been destroyed by Ganon. So it's for all it's those just years. Oh, that's so cool. I love the history behind mm. those games and just going back. and uh, That's why I love Zelda so much. So exciting. Well, I will say definitely E3, Nintendo hit it out of the park. I mean, they just, yeah, they, they actually, um, they showed gameplay. Like, here's yeah. what the game is. Like, with when we talked on the last episode with Xbox, it was like, here's a trailer, mm-hmm. not actual game footage. Nintendo's like, here it is. Play it. Try yeah. it out. Here's what it's actually going to look like. Like, They've been building on this for a long time. And again, those fun, easy playable, fun, nostalgic type games that keep us coming back for more. I remember sitting there for E3s and they're like, oh, Nintendo's dead. Nintendo's never going to survive. But now the new age gaming has plateaued. There's nothing left to do. Oh, another first person shooter. Yay, I can't wait. Mm To do Halo all over again. Um, but, I mean, Zelda, I mean, you have the history of the nostalgia of everything else. And I know Xbox with Halo has a little bit of that history now. They have your franchise characters that we've grown up with for years. So it's exciting to see Nintendo actually you know, take the reins once again and be like, we've, they've been telling us that for years. <laughs> it's about gameplay. Mm-hmm. It's not about fancy graphics. Yeah. It's not about this. It's about do you... Enjoy the game. Do you invite friends over to enjoy these games? Yeah. The one so. thing they the, they fail at is the online play. They do. Because it's more geared toward children, they don't want Kids people just going online. on there connecting with strangers and getting kidnapped and stuff like oh, that. Yeah, so exactly. they, 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 they kind of hold themselves back a little bit. Yeah. And you have to have your freaking friend codes or whatever that you share with your friends in order to mm-hmm. be with them online and do all that. They're getting better. They're realizing it's not as dangerous. <laughs> like these kids are all on freaking Fortnite anyway. Oh, it's yeah, like so yeah. what's the big deal? So they are getting better with it. But it does help too. I mean, in an overly saturated techno- technological world to actually, you know, <clears throat> invite physical friends into mm-hmm. your house to come over. You know, have a sleepover and stay up and play Nintendo all night. I mean, that's what we did growing yep. up. I playing Goldeneye and everything else till six in the morning. The sun's coming up the next day. It's like, oh shit, we should probably go to bed. <laughs> exactly. I know. Me and Brecker played Perfect Dark till oh, two or yeah. three in the morning. Yeah. <laughs> Many nights have done. Started that. feeling like shit. It's like we need to go to bed. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> uh, the good old times. But I mean, yeah. you, you build you know more personable relationships. It, not everything has to be online. Mm-hmm. So yeah, playing cool. with people online is fun, but. Just having them in the room and having that shared experience is way better, I think. Yeah. Good job, Nintendo. Yep. I can't wait for some of these games. Some of these yeah, these games. games all sound so fun and like creative. Mm-hmm. Um, just new ideas every year they're coming out with. It's, it's pretty awesome. One thing I thought maybe they'd do a new 
Odyssey, Mario Odyssey, not mm-hmm. not Assassin's Creed Odyssey, <laughs> but <laughs> so many Odysseys. Uh, or like new content for that. I would I was hoping for, but I mean, I'll take Luigi's Mansion. I like those games. Yeah. All right. So until next time, drink up and geek out. Proud member of the Hopped Up Network. All right, who wants to do it this time? I will if no one else will, unless I'll, we want I'll do it. Stuffy. I'll do it. Do you want Stuffy to do it? Stuffy, go Hello and welcome. <laughs> I'm still drinking. sick. <laughs> can you... Bullshit. I can give it a try. sound nasally. Give it a try. Yeah. Give it a try, and if you don't like it, you can start it over. <laughs> do it again. <laughs> do it! God damn it. bullshit. I'm like a turkey. <laughs> All right, let me know when you're recording. Oh, I've been recording for <laughs> over a minute. <laughs> oh, okay. Great. All right, here we go. Okay. I was two, right? I'm two. Oh, you're two. Oh, you're God. Three. Oh, my God. He was, now we're all sick. I saw him ah. sticking his tongue in there like he was... With... <laughs> Guys, I'm so sorry. I wanted a pretzel that whole time. I'm like, <laughs> I can't munch. I'm glad you got